Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman, and you're listening to Real Estate NU, where every week we are back talking to somebody about real estate. And you know what? They come from all over the place. I'm, I'm talking to people from California, Florida, you name it, Pennsylvania, right here in Berks County, of course, too. And uh, I'm really excited about the guest today. I have a guest today. His name is Nate Riggs. He's from down in Florida. He specializes in residential listings, has a passion for educating younger generations on benefits of home ownership and the pitfalls of consumer debt, which is a big deal. What's really cool, he was a U.S. Navy as an aviation search and rescue swimmer. His experiences include real estate, life as a naval aviator, career transition, raising a family, all the other, all that stuff at the same time. So without further delay, I want to bring Nate Riggs here on the phone from down in Florida. Hey, Nate, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. Hey, you know what's amazing? We're doing good. You know what's amazing? We got hit by a hurricane and you didn't. That is crazy. How does that happen? um, I don't know. Sometimes we just get lucky here. You know, believe it or not, I know we get hit uh, occasionally, but I, sometimes, like, I grew up in Tampa, and I always felt like there was kind of a bubble there. All yeah, those years, yeah, yeah. you know, 10 years, 20, I'm 34 now, we've, we've been missed a lot. Yeah. Lucky. Tampa doesn't get hit near as much as the as the East Coast does. And, and you know, it's funny, we have a lot of, my wife and I have a lot of family live in Tampa, so I'm glad to hear that you were in Tampa at one point there. And where are you at now? Where are you actually speaking from right now? All right, so right now I'm in uh, Orange Park, uh, but to the rest of the world, Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville is a huge city. It takes up the whole entire county of Duval, the world's most famous county, and it (laughs) stretches out past there. I mean, it goes further and further. You've got to go far to get out of the city, so... Most of the time, we just call it uh, Jacksonville, regardless of where you are here. Jacksonville, yeah, it's the place you hit right when you when you come over from Georgia. That's pretty much the first place, right? That's it. Yeah, I I remember that because I remember I was going to Miami at one point. This is years ago, and we were driving down, and I thought we got to Jacksonville. I'm like, ah, we're here. This is great. This is wonderful. And all of a sudden, you realize, nope, you got another six or seven hours probably from Jacksonville <laughs> to Miami. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, yeah, that's pretty accurate. It's a uh, it's a bigger state than I think people anticipate until they get here. Man, it's a lovely state. I really enjoy visiting down there. So I got you on here because uh, you came up on a match here. And because you're in real estate, you work at a Keller Williams. Uh, it's Keller Williams First Coast Realty. Everybody knows I'm a Keller Williams agent also. And that caught my eye. But then also some of the other stuff. It was it was the experience as in the U.S. Navy, which I love. And I thank you for your service. I think it's wonderful. Thank you. And then, you know, and then just, it just the way it looked, I loved everything that you were about. So let's dig into what you're about, what you have passion for here. You said that you, your passion is educating younger generations on the benefits of home ownership. And, and also with this, the other part was the pitfalls of consumer debt. That is good stuff. Tell me, tell me about that. Yeah. So, um, I kind of learned getting into the Navy, like right away at boot camp, like they don't, nobody comes to boot camp and tells you, Hey, for two months, you haven't uh, spent a penny. So you're going to have a good little bit saved up. And then you're, you're going to be qualified almost immediately to purchase the house using your VA benefits, uh, you know, the VA loan. Um, and instead, 
the bank comes and they hand out like cash advance credit cards. Now <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. my own theories on why this is. Um, so we don't have to talk about them, but um, probably has to do with retention in the Navy. Um, because oh, interesting. If you're in, if you're in debt, then you can, uh, it's harder to walk away from a contract job if you uh, are in debt up to your eyeballs. But anyways, uh, I don't want to be negative in that regard. I want to be more positive. So what I did to counter that was, all right, so my guys that I'm training and that are under me as I kind of climb that military ladder, I want to make sure that they don't go out and buy the cars, you right. know, use the credit right. cars, the motorcycles, everything else that a lot of us ended up in doing and then took a lot of years to pay off. Instead, like you could come out of the gate, own a house. And as you move with the military, um, you know, the, also the possibility to own a house in several places, like you can purchase a home. And once you live there for three years, as it's appreciated, you know, now it will rent and cash flow. So don't sell it, just keep it, move, buy another one where you go. Um, so I try to kind of put that out there and that doesn't just apply to the military. That's something that a lot of other jobs can, um, you know, the possibility of that. So especially now where everybody's working from home, where everybody's mobile yeah. and you can move and change locations. So I really try to kind of share that information because I, I feel like it's a little, I know it's out there, but it's not, I just don't think it's as regularly conversed as it should be. Yeah. And society has so much like, give it to me now yep. mentality that we have, if we're not being vocal and countering that, then people won't learn, you know? Yeah, it's it's different. You know, I was I was reading a book called The Psychology of Money and it talks about this generation or how we are today. We like to look rich before we are rich. Yes. And that's an issue because it takes money and it comes from somewhere and typically it comes from major debt. You know, you're you're racking up credit yeah. cards or whatever. Um so you know, it it's an interesting and that's kind of what I think you're talking about is that and I get it what you said about coming out of the military and then you have this you have this pretty good chunk of money and they give you credit cards that are that are pretty easy to get and it's a lot of times it's the same way as coming out of college i hear the same thing when people come out of college they they load them up with credit card debt and and they don't realize that this stuff's going to have to be paid at 15 16 20 percent interest over a long period of time right yeah huge interest rates that's the other thing too and instead of you know seeing appreciation rates right or something yeah. you're getting you're instead of gaining that interest you're the one paying the interest once you're in that consumer debt cycle exactly so let's while we're talking about real estate a little bit here which is which is good um what's the market like down there in Florida what's going on in Jacksonville are you guys having the same things that we have going on with uh, low inventory prices going up 17% you know uh over the last 6 months or 8 months yeah so at one point like some of the stats you were looking at were as high as 24% so wow. it's all big Big, huge increase. Uh, I've got um, closings on homes going. and But I will say this, that, you know, I'll say this right up front. As a listing agent, I've seen the shift in where um, there was a time, man, I'm guessing either last year or beginning of this year, where I could put a house on the market, especially in an average price point, which at the time was average. I think we went from here from like, a high two, like a high two, like a two hundred and sixty thousand dollar price point average right. to like now we're up to like a three sixty average. Crazy, so crazy. We're up, and we can talk about what that means overall. But basically, when I was still in that average price point, whatever it was at for the time, I could put a house on the market, and I could get like I got as high as fourteen offers on one home. Yeah, yeah. and so it was a lot of work. Where now at middle end of summer, I am seeing a shift where it is balancing out. There's buyer fatigue. 
Yeah. The wave yeah. of people coming to this state with cash is kind of over. And um, I know there will come onesie twosie, but the big, like, we're not getting 14 offers. I went from that to like four offers yeah. to like two to like, okay, which is better. Getting, like, it's better. It's more manageable. I mean, it's, yeah, hel- it's it, healthier. It's healthier. Exactly right. Yes. So, yeah. So we are seeing that shift where, and I'm not saying, I don't think prices are going to come down. Uh, I think that they're, hopefully they steady out. And so that's kind of where we're at. I yeah. think we're back on a trend line. I don't know, you know, I know you were Keller Williams, so I know you see the same data yep, that I yep, see absolutely. from what I'm, what I'm seeing from when the market did crash in 2009 recession, if that trend line would have kept going, then we probably would be at the prices we're at today. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was it fell so much yep. and then it climbed back up. So hopefully we get stable and get back on the trend line. You're a good Keller Williams agent, buddy. <laughs> I can tell that you're listening, which is great. That's what makes this this company so amazing because it's it's all about education and all about knowing what's going on in the market, which is wonderful. So, but here's the thing. Now, I got a question for you. How did you go from jumping out of helicopters into the water, swimming, being a rescue swimmer, into real estate? Okay, all right. So that's a I weird transition. It takes a little bit of like adding my childhood up. Uh, my dad's a huge aviation fan. So like I didn't awesome. have a Nintendo as a kid. We had like flight simulator. And nice. so like I grew up, that was like my video game of choice. Like then I also grew up on like, I was kind of what you call a river rat. Um, so in Sebastian, Florida, I grew up on the front of my grandpa's like John boat, just fishing every day. So I've, I've had that passion for the water. You know, I don't remember not swimming. My kids are like my year and a half old swims on his own in the pool. Wow. Um, now, so that's I mean, amazing. Like, we've done our best to duplicate that. So I've always had a passion for being in the water and for aviation, both. So a little secret, man, I went to UNF for, for real estate right out of high I school. Get out of here. And yeah, so I got my license when I was 20 years old. Um, of course that was 2007. So, oh gosh, 20- bad, bad time 20- to get your license. <laughs> Well, yeah. Or good time or good time could be either or, you know, it could be either or, but a lot of people find success in tough markets, but at 20 years old with no experience, the the odds are really stacked against you. So also throughout high school and throughout my college career, I was a lifeguard, a head lifeguard to to lead water safety instructor. So I've always had that like in my blood. Basically when the recession happened, um, I wasn't selling any real estate. Mom and dad were shifting careers at the same time. And yeah. so I kind of was faced with, okay, I really want to do this real estate thing, but right now I'm not able to, what do I do? Like in the mean, what do I do in the meantime to grow up, to build some skill sets um, that I can bring back later? And it's something I enjoy. And so yeah, that uh, always being a patriotic person, but being a little bit older now, I was like, well, what careers would fit me? And so that's how I got to the real estate world, or I'm sorry, to that the, inc- uh, the helicopter uh, rescue swimmer world. That's inc- So this is something that you did. This wasn't like right out of high school then. This is later on. Yeah. So it was probably like four years after high school. Interesting. Um, so, so I was 22 when I entered the military where a lot of people are younger. Had I been, had I gone, had I done what I wanted to do, Right out of high school, I probably would have ended up in the Marines, like in Iraq. But being a little older and a more career-minded, gotcha. I was like, what options do I qualify for when I went to a recruiter, you know? And so basically, I was like, I'm, if I'm going to go, I'm going to do a special program. I'm going to do something. And, you know, so I looked at what I knew 
we didn't have like a history of people who went in the military. So I didn't even really know how it worked. Right. Um, was a little like skeptical. So the whole time I'm like, I know I signed up for this rescue swimmer thing, but, <laughs> but what but, else does that mean? Yeah. I was like, you know, but I'm sure like they'll just put me on a ship or something. So I almost like didn't even believe it until I was done with two full years of like training. It's five wow. schools, two years of training. So it's a long road to get there. But then once you're there, it's a pretty cool job. Yeah, that's it's it's incredible cuz you're you're talking to somebody here that's that's really not good in the water. So to to hear yeah. you doing that, you know, is amazing. And it's great also to hear that your kids are good swimmers too because I know Florida, you know, we have friends that live down there, we have family that live down there, and when you hear the the rate of children that uh don't make it uh per year uh because of pools, it's 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 mind-blowing. And yeah. it's, it's one of the, they say it's like one of the most important things to do in Florida is teach your kids how to swim. It is. It's like crucial. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. another, a huge part of our lives. Yeah. It's day. amazing. Well, I, I think it's incredible. So did you ever, so you actually, did you ever rescue somebody that's like out in the water and had to bring them in? Yeah. So the Navy life in all honesty, it, it can get pretty mundane. We're actually a multi-role helicopter too. So okay. we do, we do radar and like kind of fly away from the ship and we're like the eyes in the sky for the right. ship kind of. And then we also do, I was a helicopter door gunner instructor, but as far oh, as the geez. rescues, not, not as much as, not as much as you would want to, it can become, there's a great YouTube video where the guy kind of explains it. Maybe I'll email you the link. Yeah, please do. It. I'd love to see that. Um, it, it kind of explains, it's, it's like a three minute video that just really wraps around it. It can be, there's a lot more training and a lot more sitting around than actually performing the job. Oh, right. Can I, if in 30 seconds, I'll try to explain this. Here's how I try to explain it the best. Think about a small town and the small town has a fire department. Yep. The, the small town has one tall building because it has a tall building. The station has a ladder truck. <laughs> yep. They wash the ladder truck. They train on the ladder truck. They know how to use it. But the chances of that one tall building ever burning are so slim that that ladder truck may never get used. That is life as a rescue. No, it's, that, that makes sense. Uh, that totally puts it into perspective right there. I totally get it. But you know what? You have to be prepared for anything to happen. So that's, uh, it's all about preparation in the military. And it's, that's, it makes sense. So let me, the other thing that you, you say here on your uh, bio is your mission is to break the middle-class mold and it says create generational wealth and leave a lasting legacy. What does that mean? Yeah. So this is something I've learned from like seeing my peers, my like, my, my very middle-class peers, uh, my family growing up in the middle class and my family did well. You figure my dad, even growing up in the early sixties talks about how they had an outhouse. So like they're a little bit backwards even yeah. from the time in the 1960s to have that. But then by the time, you know, and he did his best and uh, you know, all things considered going from an outhouse to where he is pretty successful, you know, it took a road to get there. I remember as a small kid, we're standing in welfare lines as a teenager. Like we now have a house with a pool and a hot yeah. tub and the, yeah. in the camper. So like, okay, so he worked really hard and figured it out. But then, once I leave that house, there's nothing for me to continue. I'm starting back at zero. Gotcha. And I've noticed a pattern in the middle class where that is a pattern. Hey, I'm going to work hard all my life, provide for my family and teach them as much as I can. And then I'm going to send them out on the world and say good luck. Yeah, right. Start from zero. So there's nothing, there's no investment to hand off. There's no business to hand over control of, to gotcha. build on. And yeah. so our mission, my wife and me, every decision we 
make is, you know, we're like, she's in her twenties. I'm pretty lucky. And I'm in my thirties, but, but so we're like, you know, what will the 40 year old version, the 60 year old, the 80 year old version of us. So you've seen this, we've all seen an elderly person that's Mm -hmm. like severely hunchback or has an issue. They didn't wake up at 80 years old with bad posture. They had bad posture in their thirties. And after 50 years of bad posture, now they're stuck in that position. Well, our, our spiritual, our mental, and even our financial posture is just like that. Yeah, so if we're, right. if we're not focusing on our posture today, we're going to wake up and be 80 years old and say like, man, how did we get here? But it was a long road. So basically we want to make sure that we have investments. Real estate is our thing. So yep. we want to make sure we're purchasing investment properties, teaching our children how to manage them. And then the goal is, okay, as we turn that over to our children, they grow it to their children and children's children, and it can grow and become a, um, you know, a legacy yeah. or lifelong wealth building versus just, I'm going to get my job, get my paycheck, provide for you and send you out to the world. You're so right. It's a very cyclical thing that, that tends to happen in the middle class or, or, you know, yeah, the middle class mold. It's, it's, you're right about that. It, it's a very cyclical thing. And, you know, our family, it sounded a lot like my father and my mother, we broke out of that mold. My dad now has his own business. I have my own business. I'm a part owner of Keller Williams here. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see that, but you're so right. It's, it's, you know, it's nice to be able to give something or, or have something to turn over to, to your children right. or to your, to your, anybody that's in your family so that they don't struggle maybe as much. They have to appreciate it, but they don't have to struggle. Um, you that's know, so right. that's good and stuff. And as long as you teach them, right. And I, I, one more thing to add to that. I know so much there's such a knee-jerk opposing view, like, oh, you give your kids stuff, that's how it gets spoiled. And it's like, that's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about just giving. We're talking about teaching. Yep, we're talking about yep. educating the next generation to continue the legacy so that five legacies, you know, five generations later, they don't have to deal with the effort that we have to put in. They're going to have effort still, and they're going to still have work ethic, but it's going to be different than what you and I have. I agree. You, you can't teach entrepreneurship, but you can show somebody the life of it and hope that they grasp onto it and they understand it or, or can, can kind of walk in those footsteps. You know, they've tried many times in colleges to teach an entrepreneurship class and, and there's really no way to define it or to teach it. Um, so it's, it's, it's a learned, it's a learned thing over time. It's a, it's been being, it's in being in the environment of an entrepreneur. So it's, it's great stuff, Nate. I got to tell you, we have, we have a lot in common with the way we think. And I really appreciate you coming on the show today because it, it means a lot to me to have, uh, somebody that was in the Navy here on the show. It means a lot to have a Keller Williams agent and somebody that is just (laughs) kicking it, kicking butt and and you're on the right path. Really are. I appreciate it. I appreciate, uh, Man, I'm glad we're here. I'm enjoying the conversation for sure. Well, we're going to have to uh, have you back on here because we are almost, we are just at, out of time. It's 20 minutes that we had this show going and I, I just love it because you know what? I feel like we were we just started. So I'll tell you what, why don't we have you on again sometime, Nate? How's that? Yeah, let's do it. Put it on the calendar. I will do that, man. Thanks a lot. appreciate it. So there you have it. Nate Riggs from down there in Florida, Jacksonville. Uh, That was a great conversation. I I got to tell you, he's got to come back on here so we can talk more about real estate and life and wealth and building legacies and all that stuff. It's very, very exciting. So uh, we will have him back on and I will be here next week again. So uh, please come back.
Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.